Welcome to Week 12 of the High School Football Scoreboard Show. I'm Tim Continenza, and this is RadioMVP.com. Today we're going to feature two games that were heard live on ESPN 1570 and on the internet at ESPNMahoneyValley.com. On Friday night, it was Canfield taking on Akron East in the semifinal Division Three Region 9 matchup. They'll send one receiver left, one right. They'll be in the pistol, will be Williams. Felton behind the quarterback. Takes the snap. They'll give it to Felton. He'll roll to his right. He has room to the 45, to the 50. 45, 40. Down the sideline at the 30. To the 10. It'll knock out of bounds around the five-yard line, but a huge run by Romeo Felton for Akron East. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what, number 50, and 53, the offensive linemen for the Dragons, are the reason that that play happened. They had two pancakes in one play. I love seeing that kind of play from the O-line. Great job. Williams is going to be split by two backs. One receiver left, one right. It is Williams on the keeper. Goes right side to the five, to the three. Dives to the pylon short of the goal line. As he's going to be down around the one or two yard line, is it going to mark him down? It looks like at the one. Williams will be in the pistol. Now the underneath center. He'll go with the sneak. Go straight forward and into the end zone. Maybe not. It looks like he's just going to be shy. No single yet. And I think they're going to say he's shy of the goal line. Oh, there's a touchdown. Really late. Yeah. Really late, late call. <laughs> but a touchdown for Akron East with 418 here to play in the first quarter as the Dragons get on the scoreboard 6-0. In the pistol is Clinkstale with two running backs to his right. Takes the pistol. Rolls that side. And he's going to get into the end zone. Touchdown! Clinkstale gets into the end zone. As he took the handoff from Max Dotson as they ran the option to the right side on that speed option. And it gets in and makes it 7-6 with 40 seconds here to remaining in the second quarter. The uh, offensive line did a great job. They opened up a huge hole. He could have scored if they were 10 yards out on that play. Puts his foot into it. It's a ground kick. It's going to be a fair. Oh. Campbell's going to get the ball back. Wow. It went right off the up back here for... Akron East, they hit Marlon Lee in the foot, and Canfield just landed right on it. And they have the ball back on the onside kick as they just try to hit it hard up the middle. And nothing wrong, they've taken and shot at one of the players' feet, and it worked. Wow. We're going to get a field goal attempt here. If he can make this, this is a 40 yard attempt. Field goal to give Canfield a lead with 1.1 seconds remaining here in the second quarter. Here's the snap in the hole. The kick is up. The kick is deep enough, and it is good. Wow. takes the lead at halftime, 10 to 7 on a 40-yard field goal. Wow. I told you that I had heard that he was an excellent kicker. I didn't know this kick could kick a 40-yard field goal in snow and wind. Great job by Canfield to get that ball down the field with enough time to get three points right. And I believe we have Clintsdale at quarterback. It is Clintsdale. Here goes forward to the 25, to the 20, to the 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, touchdown! 
touchdown Canfield as Damon scores 16 unanswered points with the point after still to be attempted here as three straight possessions the Cardinals have scored against the Dragons. Here's the snap, Tuskill with the ball, goes right side, gets his head down to the five, to the goal line, touchdown Canfield Cardinals! Wow. Clinchdale gets into the end zone from seven yards out to extend the lead to 23-7 to with the point after still to be attempted. Well, I, I believe Clinchdale at quarterback. Takes the snap. He'll hand it off to Crawford. Up the middle. Touchdown, Canfield. Nick Crawford gets into the end zone for the Cardinals to extend the lead to 30-7. to with 8 minutes, 44 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. Ball at the 14-yard line as they come out of the huddle from the sideline. Williams is in shotgun. They'll send three receivers to the left. To the right is a single receiver. That is Ryan Collins. He'll look right side. The throw down into the corner for Collins. Overshoots into the end zone. Incomplete. And they'll turn the ball over on downs with 22 Point six seconds remaining here in the ballgame as Canfield will just have to take a knee to end tonight's ballgame. Uh, good job. That's why the Canfield Cardinals keeping them out again. Bending, not breaking. This this really is something to build on for next week when they move on to the playoffs and they pay, play Chagrin Falls Kenston. They'll both come into that matchup 11 and 1. Uh, number one and number two. So uh, it's going to be a fun game, and we'll see if maybe, you know, we're there. I imagine we will be there, Matt. So we'll go underneath center and take a knee to end tonight's ball game. They'll hand it over to the officials, and the Cardinals will run to the sideline celebrating a round two victory over Akron East, 30-7 to as the Canfield Cardinals will advance to the regional finals in 2018 in Division Three, Region 9. Congratulations once again to the Canfield Cardinals for advancing to Division Three, Region 9 finals. Now let's move on to Saturday's game as Warren, John F. Kennedy took on Ashland Mapleton in the semifinals for Division Seven, Region 25. Second down and six coming up here for Kennedy. Two receivers out to the left. They'll go to the tailback this time. He'll have room. He's to the 50, to the 45. He cuts back in. It's Edmonton. Down to the 30, to the 10. He high steps into the end zone for a touchdown. Jordan Emerson goes 61 yards for the touchdown. So Farmer, empty backfield, will take the snap. He'll throw it out wide. Get it to Hartley. That's Ethan Hartley, and he'll go towards the goal line and get into the end zone for the touchdown for Mapleton to make it 7-6 with 8.59 here to play in the first quarter. Farmer all by himself in the backfield. Now gets up underneath center. Takes the sneak, goes left side, goes into the end zone for the touchdown. As Mapleton takes the lead 13-7 with 4.30 here to play in the first quarter. Empty backfield again for Logan Farmer. It takes the snap, he's back to pass. He's looking left side, he'll fire the left side, he'll complete it. Get it to Sherlock, turns it inside to the 10, to the 5, down to the 2-yard line. 
And it'll be first and goal coming up here for the Mounties at the two. The Mounties looking for the third touchdown of the ball game. They'll send I formation and trips out to the right and to the left. It is Logan Farmer on the keeper. Goes right up the middle into the end zone for his second rushing touchdown of the ball game. And quickly, the Mounties have taken a 20-7 lead with 10-11 here to play in the second quarter. Yeah, I'm really surprised right now and uh, the way that they're dominating this ball game. Uh, that one turnover obviously started a cascade of issues with JFK, and they just haven't recovered yet. Here comes the point after. Gamaro for the point after, and it's blocked. And Kennedy came in from the left side and got their hands up, one of the players, and blocked that extra point. Maybe they get some momentum going back to the Eagles with 10-11 here to play in the second quarter. 12 minutes on the clock to start the third quarter. Nicole, get ready to tee it up, and here we go. As he puts his foot into it, and it Oh, up front, it's going to go off oh. a Mapleton player, and Kennedy's going to recover it at the 40-yard line. Kennedy gets an onside kick by default there, as one of the Mapleton players went right off his leg like last night, <laughs> and this time it bounced in the air and into the hands of a Kennedy player at the 40-yard line. Two receivers out to the right. High formation in the backfield. Morantis will be underneath center. <laughs> Takes the snap, hand off to Edmondson. He goes up the middle, has room to the 25, to the 20. Stays on his feet to the 15, stretches it out to the 10-yard line. A nice run again by Jordan Edmondson. And that's the, this is the offense that we have known all season long. Uh, you know, they look extremely excited. Coach Bayek obviously got under their skin. Uh, this is the way they're going to win this football game. They're going to react this way. they got to keep momentum going their way. They have to get some points off of this. So here we go. Third down and goal from the eight-yard line. Morantis will be underneath center with an eye formation behind him. Not in the eye is, is Evanson. Back to pass. He fires to the end zone. Touchdown. Hullaball. Cameron Hullaball comes through for the touchdown that time for Kennedy. And they'll cut the lead down to seven. It is 20 to 13 with a point after still to be attempted. Put it in the, the hands of the guy that's been making big catches so far in this game, and he split out to the left. And that is Hallwell with Morantis underneath center. He's back to pass on a three-step drop. He's looking that way, fires, catches it, and down at the six-yard line. That's enough for a first down. As Matt just said, get the ball to Cameron Hallwell, and then Christian Morantis delivered. Likens to the right and Foley to the left as receivers. In shotgun is Hollaball. Takes the snap. Hollaball hands it off to Emerson. Emerson goes wide to the right. Has room to the 5 4 3 2 1. Touchdown! Jordan Emerson goes on the sweep to the right for the touchdown. Jarrett Likens made an awesome block. He is one of the main reasons that he ran in there uncontested. He could have walked in if he wanted to. Great job. Kennedy has a chance to take the lead on this PAT by Nanacola. Here's the snap in the hole. The kick is up and through. And Kennedy now has a one-point lead with 5.08 here to play in the third quarter, 21-20. Kennedy has scored 14 points coming out at halftime here to take the lead. Here's the kick as a squib kick up the middle. 
off the hands of one of the upbacks, and he'll oh, 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 it's loose. I think Kennedy may have got it. They do. They did about the twenty-yard oh, line. Wow. Kennedy gets the ball back after the second turnover on a kickoff here in the second half for Mapleton. First down and 10 ball at the 21 yard line for Kennedy at the Mounties, 21. Likens comes into motion. He'll give it to Edmondson. Edmondson, left side, has room. He'll go into the end zone for wow. a touchdown, untouched. Oh, oh. wow. I am just absolutely blown away. There was nobody around him. He, I mean, Tim, you could have scored right there. There's no doubt about it. He had absolutely no one there as he went to the left side and just put on the Jets for the touchdown. And Kennedy has come out storming here in the third quarter. Morantis back in at quarterback underneath center with an eye formation behind him. Takes the snap. Hands it off to Evanson. Up the middle. Has room to the 35 to the 30. Jumps cuts to the 25 to the 20. Left side to the 10 to the end zone. Touchdown! Jordan Evanson goes the distance. 38 yards for the score. Wow, I mean, that was awesome. He threw a couple moves on guys. He made them freeze. Uh, you know what I want to say. He shook a booger out of a couple of their noses. and He looked great on that play. As Kennedy gets back on the scoreboard with 8.36 here to play in the fourth quarter. Farmer takes the pass, stop, throws to the end zone for Hartley, touchdown! Ethan Hartley over the shoulder catch on the left-hand side fade. And it is a touchdown for the Mapleton Mounties. High formation in the backfield. Hand off to Edmondson. Goes right side. Has room to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Stretched down and brought down at the 2-yard line. They're going to mark him down at the 3, but it's a first and goal here for Kennedy. With 2 minutes and 8 seconds remaining here in the 4th quarter. 3 receivers to his left. He's looking that way. He'll fire over the middle and... Touchdown! Touchdown to Ethan Hartley as he made the catch with 36 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter to make this a 10-point game at 42-32. Kennedy will line up in victory formation as Morantis will take the knee and genuflect for the victory here for Kennedy as they won't set the ball down until it's under 25 seconds here. And this game is over as Kennedy will advance to the regional finals in Division 7, Region 25, with a 42-34 victory over the Mapleton Mounties. Tim Continenza for ESPN 1570, opportunity to talk to head coach Jeff Bayek. And coach, you just came off a 42-34 victory. You're headed to the regional finals. Congratulations. Thank you. It was really an exciting game, and our kids rose to the occasion again. And I'm just so proud of them. It's it's a great win for our program and a, a, another great experience for our young kids. What a game where kind of game with two different halves. In the first half, you guys played well, but things just didn't go your way. You fell behind by 13 points at the halftime. Almost got seven points at the end of the half. Didn't come your way. But in the second half, everything just kind of rolled your way with two big special team recoveries. Yeah, and you know, uh, our kids really capitalized on their mistakes. We made some adjustments at halftime defensively, tried to heat them up a little bit more, play a little more man coverage, 
and some uh, quarters coverage and just try to give him some different looks. But, uh, you know, our quarterback came up to me when we came out at halftime and he goes, Coach, I got a really good feeling we're going to pull this one out. And I just looked at him and I thought to myself, okay, don't say what you really want to say. But, yeah, he was uh, – he came up to me after the game. He said, I told you. And I was like, holy macro, he must have ESP. So, um, you know, our kids are really pumped up. They played so hard in the second half. And give a lot of credit to Ashland Mableton, man. That quarterback can throw. And number five is the real deal at receiver. And, you know, they had such a great season. And it's it's a shame the team had to lose this game. But, uh you know, it was. I'm sure it had to be an exciting one for the fans to watch. Real quick, just take a moment to talk about Jordan Edmondson and his four touchdowns and what he meant to the offense, what he meant to the special teams. He's been one of your key players all season long. Yeah, Jordan's uh, really done a great job for us on both sides of the ball. We moved him into safety a couple of weeks ago, and I think he's found a home there. Uh, as a running back, you know, he's really explosive and um He's very physical, too, even though he's small in stature. And I always tease him and tell him dynamite comes in small packages. And, uh, you know, he's he's meant so much to our team. And, you know, the first half of the season, he was hurt. He missed the first four or five games. So, you know, that took a a piece out of our uh, puzzle for offense. But, you know, we we got another guy banged up tonight. But uh, our kids just keep playing. I'm really proud of them. Coach, best of luck in the regional finals next Saturday. Can't wait to see it. I can't wait to get there. Thank you. Now let's take a look at scores from around the Mahoning Valley as our teams compete in the Ohio High School Athletic Association playoffs. In Division Three, Region 9, Chagrin Falls Kenton defeated Medina Buckeye 40-21. As you heard earlier, Canfield defeated Akron East 30-7. In Division Four, Region 13, it was Gerard 42, Perry 33. It was Hubbard, 34, Steubenville, 16. In Division 5, Region 17, LeBray's season comes to an end as Manchester defeated the Vikings, 56-14. It was Orville, 50, Gilmore Academy, 43, in three overtime. In Division 6, Region 21, the Blue Devils for McDonald's season comes to an end as Mogador defeated McDonald, 28-7. And it was Kirtland shutting out Norway, 35-0. In Division 7, Region 25, Cuyahoga Heights defeated East Canton 21-6. As you heard earlier in the podcast, it was Warren, John F. Kennedy, 42, Mapleton, 34. Let's take a look at some scores from District 10 in Western Pennsylvania. In the Class A Championship game, it was Farrell 50, West Middlesex 6. In District 10 Class 3A semifinal, it was Sharon by 1 over Mercy Prep, 29-28. In Grove City, over Slippery Rock, 26-29. In District 6-9 Class 4A Championship game, it was Clearfield 49, Belafonte 21. In District 6-10 Class A Sub-Regional, it was Holidaysburg 33, Oil City 22. In District 6-10 Class A Sub-Regional, it was State College 55, Eric McDowell 20. In District 8-10, through Class A sub-regional, it was Erie Cathedral Prep 52, University Prep 8, and District 10 Class 2A Championship game, it was Wilmington 50, Sharpville 7. Scores from around the WPIL. In single A, it was Rochester shutting out Jeanette 27-0. Our Lady of Sacred Heart 27, Clariton 7. North Cambia 36, Salzburg 34. 
in 2A. It was Southside 32, Shadyside Academy 16. It was Freedom by 1 over Burgestown 7-6. Still Valley 39, Washington 7, and Charlotte 42, Mohawk 13. In 3A, it was Beaver Falls falling to Aliquippa 42-14. Bedford 47, Westinghouse 16, and Deary gets by North Catholic 36-29. And that's the podcast for Week 12 of the High School Football Scoreboard Show here on RadioMVP.com. Remember, if you get this through iTunes or Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review Radio MVP Sports. Favor us on Stitcher, and we can be found on Google Play and SoundCloud. And, of course, all our podcasts are available on RadioMVP.com. Till the next time we speak, I'm Tim Continenza for RadioMVP.com. Peace.